Creepies and crawlies, ghosts and haunts, you are now tuned in to the Disney Holic Show. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Disney Holic Show. That's Mike TV. And that's Jen Diz. We find it delightfully unlivable here in Airbnb's ghostly retreat, and we review Disney's The Haunted Mansion movie in a theater with no windows and no doors! have returned to the mortal realm because you were just at the Airbnb themed haunted man or haunted mansion themed Airbnb Jen that's pretty cool yes so this I believe I'm if I'm not mistaken was some creators COVID project and what a creation it Uh is so thanks COVID (laughs) oh I didn't know that that's cool I finally feel like it can like for a hundred percent say thanks COVID. So, um, the ghostly retreat is what it's called on Airbnb and it's this home in Fullerton, which is really close to the park. It's about, I think seven to 10 minutes away from the park driving. Um, and yeah, it's just this regular home that has been converted. The inside is fully decorated, like to the nines, like you're staying in the haunted mansion, like as much as possible as you can make of like a suburban home, right? And I remember seeing this for a long time now and always thinking it looks so cool. Um, but you know how sometimes you're like, oh, there's these pictures online that are professionally taken, and then you go to it and it's like, I guess it's okay. But this one was the opposite. I saw the pictures, thought it was beautiful, went there, and it like blew me out of the water still. Like it is wow. just absolutely beautiful. Like, and this is more than uh, just like a walkthrough. You actually booked a night there, right? You all spent the night in the haunted mansion. Yes, yeah. So we booked a whole night. So thanks to our friends for setting that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to stay with four of my longtime Disney holic friends, which is really fun. So we had a whole house full of Disney holics. Um, everybody there got all the references in the house and all the Easter eggs and everything. So that was really fun. Um, and yeah, so we got to stay for one night. Uh, I'll talk a little bit more later about what that takes if you are interested. But mm. first, um, let's go ahead and talk about, well, how are we going to get into this? Yeah, Actually, be our ghost host and tell us about the house as you, <laughs> right? as you went around it. So... Right, so we're only allowed to have a certain amount of people stay, um, but the host or the owner was gracious enough to tell us that we are allowed to bring some friends over to take a look at it if we want. They just can't stay there the whole time. That's right? very so that very nice of, of her. Yes, right? Ooh, I like it. I like it. Um, so I got to bring, I think we had about 14 people come over, and at one point I had me and I had dressed up in my ghost host outfit. I looked like one of one of the maids at the Haunted Mansion, and I had a single file line going down the house. <laughs> it was very much like I was doing a walking tour through the Haunted Mansion, which was pretty cool. Um, so that was like a funny moment when we caught that going on. 
Uh, and again, shout out to everyone that came out to see it. I'm glad that you are all able to come and enjoy it with us because I feel like you have to see it in person to really get it um, versus just seeing it online. It really does resonate a little differently. So, so let's talk about some of the details. Uh, first off, they had character rooms. So there was four bedrooms in this Airbnb and I, uh, each of them were themed after a character. And I thought the coolest part that I didn't know because I didn't look that much into it. I wanted to just explore it when I got there. It's kind of like each character's backstory. So for instance, oh. right? So for instance, I stayed in Madame Leota's room and it's has her name on the top of the door and you go in and it's this beautiful, beautifully decorated room. Um, but it also has like things as if she's still in the mortal realm. Like it has oh. a little, her little bedside book is there and she has a jewelry box full of like things she might've gotten a Mardi Gras and like coins cause she's a fortune teller and just like cool things that this character may have had in their mortal self. Right. Um, I also noticed that on the back of all of the doors in the bedrooms, they had this giant printed out poster of the character's backstory. So you could read it about Ooh. all the characters. This is perfect yep. uh, food to nosh on for our listeners to hear these adaptations. Because later on in the episode, we're going to talk about the movie. And now I'm, I'm mixing it all in my head. They all yes. are very cool adaptations. <laughs> and you could tell they are f- loved by fans like this house. So loved. Like that was my favorite part about this is that you could tell this creator was like 100% a Haunted Mansion fan. It wasn't like someone that thought, oh, I live down the street from Disneyland. I'm going to make some money off of theming it to look like the mansions. Like they knew their stuff and they got, they were into it and it's a passion project for sure. Um, Another thing I learned from these things on the doors is that the Hatbox Ghost was actually Master Gracie's tailor and he was a seamstress of sorts, a tailor, and of course he made hats. So once you go in the Hatbox Ghost room, there's hats hanging from all the banisters of the uh, bed. Like the banister hat, like those giant, oh. ban- is that what they're called, banisters? Yeah. Those things that stick up. <laughs> the thing you're and not supposed to on swing them. on because you'll break them if you're a kid. Oh, did you learn that one the hard way? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, but there was a little shelf in the room that had a lot of tailor type things like they had the measuring tape uh pen cushion uh, sewing spools and needles and whatnot it was just like really cool it's like as if you're walking into the real hatbox ghost room they also of course had a hat box on top of the table uh-huh. his coat and his cane question for you so, that backstory so- is that disney like in canon or is that according to airbnb people this is a great question, and I just got home yesterday. Have not gotten to look into it yet because <laughs> I did not know this one yet. I, so, I want to guess it's not, but what's cool is when we talk about the movie later, I saw an interview by one of the, I don't know now if it was an Imagineer or a filmmaker, just saying the best part about the ride is that it has taken on its own and every fan can have their own history of it. <laughs> it's very true. I love that. I was like, okay. Then everybody gets to win. <laughs> right. And there's that's how I kind of felt about it, too. It's like, either way, it's cool. Like either I love way, it, yeah. Like, I either learned something new today that I didn't know about the Haunted Mansion, or 
they've created their own story because it was missing, which yeah. is also fun. And it right? reminds so, me like, of cool. those escape rooms you take me to where you get to hear the backstory about the person in the room, but they're not there. And you're just seeing right. details of their life and how right. it connects with yeah. the bigger story. Love it. Very cool. So the four rooms, they had four different bedrooms, um, were the Hatbox Ghost, Madame Leota, Master Gracie, and the Raven. And I thought Master Gracie's room was really funny because it was a Cal King, this huge bed, and this giant mirror on the wall, like wall-sized mirror, and his photo on the other side of the room. I'm like, someone's into themselves, a little vein there, (laughs) Master Gracie. (laughs) Um, and then the Raven uh, was the room with two beds. So that was, it was very cool just to have those all laid out like that. Um, so what else? Let's see. Some of the details I felt they really landed were the corridor of doors. So the hallway with all of the, or three of the four bedrooms, they used the creepy eye wallpaper down there and they had the family portraits on the walls, which are those portraits of the ghosts that you see when you go through oh. the hallway in the Haunted Mansion. Um, they had the Tomb Suite Tomb near the front. And uh, yeah, it just, and the, oh, I didn't even mention the doors. The doors, I think, were like my favorite thing in there. The doors looked identical to the doors from the Haunted Mansion. Wow. Like the, they were like real. And they had the snake handle and the lion centerpiece and the, I don't even, I don't, I can't talk like house talk, whatever. Like the doors are like wood and they have like detailing on it. You know what I mean? It's not just flat or drawn on. That, it was those were like, like the bedroom doors, like the doors yes. within the home. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a question. If I was walking past this out from, past the house from the outside, what did it look like from the outside? Just completely discreet oh my or God. haunted mansion? I love this. So... When our friends, uh, Kevin and Alexia, shout out to them. Hi, if you're listening. Um, when they pulled up, I saw them through the window and they were pointing at it like, is that it? Like, question mark? Because it does look like pretty regular suburban home from the outside. However, there is the ironwork, um, like the the go away green ironwork that's on the front of the Haunted Mansion, oh, you know, like it's all yeah. over. That's in the doorway. So there are a few accents to the front that you could notice if you know but otherwise it looks like a regular house they didn't like like paint it like super decked out like crazy it's just kind of a normal house with some detail there's also a pet cemetery in the front yard so they have the little statues like you the same ones you could see that you're going through the queue including the statue of the cat with the little birds around it like there's little dead birds with the dead cat i think it'd be cool if they really let the neighborhood (laughs) bury their pets there I hope so. Ooh, they should have like a real pet cemetery for the neighborhood. I like that. Um, Let's see what else is there. In the, even the restrooms were like super beautiful. And one thing that we found this was like really interesting was this is like a modern remodeled house, right? Like the kitchen was kind of like not very Haunted Mansion-y, but they still like did things really well within those spaces that you can't really do much to because like the kitchen like what are you gonna do right like you can't redo your countertops it's it's like way too much money to like do some kind of crazy renovation to your kitchen and bathrooms those are like the two most expensive things to renovate i think um but the bathrooms they had like the lily wallpaper which is the wallpaper that you find in the foyer of the haunted mansion um and then the types of mirrors they chose had like the gold brim that looks just like the mirrors in that same space. And 
it was just like beautiful like they did a great job in those spaces and the kitchen i thought it was hilarious they had a little like stand-up like tent sign that you might see when you go to an open house and it was the realtors from the haunted mansion like eddie murphy (laughs) oh no (laughs) from the old movie from the old one yeah (laughs) it was so funny um but yeah, it was it was gorgeous. And then the living room, which was like what we called the parlor while we were staying there, had these beautiful like green velvet couches. Um, all the furniture was just kind of themed to to match the atmosphere. They had this like really gorgeous wallpaper and they had that wood paneling halfway down the wall that matches what you have in the Haunted Mansion as well. Um, and in that space, that's where they had the changing portraits that you normally see when you get out of the stretching room. They had the changing portraits there. They also had those two busts that follow you wherever you go. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yep. The ones where the eyes look like they're always staring at you. So you had that there. Were they the same um, visual effect, like the inside-out belly button, or was it a different effect? Did yeah, it was the same post? effect. Yeah. Ooh, yes, okay. what uh, Lisa was mentioning, she was like, it's so cool that you can actually get up close to see it. Because you can't yeah. do that in the mansion, right? So you can really, like, understand it when you get to go here to see how they did it there. So very cool. Um, oh, my gosh. And then they had the kitchen was, like, this beautiful table with giant chairs that was done nicely. They had the Haunted Mansion cutlery, like, stuff that you can buy at the park. They had, like, just, just like, kind of light. It's, like, green and black stripes around the edge of the plates. And then they had the suit of armor standing in the background oh. there. So he's also making a an appearance at this place. And then the funniest part... Oh, wait. I skipped a part. At the end of the corridor of doors... This is one of my favorite things, actually. At the very end of the hallway, there was a cutout in the ceiling that was like a glass window. It was like a perfect square. And you could see through the glass, and it had, like, lightning flashing. And it was the the... Of course, there's always my way, and there's a skeleton hanging in the attic, right? That's pretty cool. It was so cool. It was like this detail that they literally had to cut into their ceiling for. Same as the bus, they like cut holes out of their wall to be able to place these. uh, What is it like a TV busts in it? Which part? Like a screen? Like what does what makes it look like what it is? No, it was real. Like. Picture at the end of the hallway, if you look up, it's just a ceiling, right? They cut a square out, and then in the actual attic or crawl space or whatever, they hung a skeleton, and then they put a flashing lightning light on it, so that you. and then they just put a glass window over the square, so you're looking through glass, and you can see perfectly into the That is really spooky, because that is the thing. It's actually there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so it's practical effects, yep. Um, the changing portraits, those were screens though. Um, so I mean, that's to be expected, right? But very, very cool. Um, and then the front door was really fun too, because as soon as you open it triggers audio to play. So like as soon as I opened, it was like the cranking of the music box and it started playing that Haunted Mansion holiday audio. That's the first one I heard, but I think they had like five or six different things that would play when you open the door each time. So it would rotate through different Haunted Mansion music. So freaking cool. Then, right in front of you when you come in, there's this giant mirror where you see an apparition of one of the three hitchhiking ghosts. Oh. And they're there to visit you and maybe follow you home. You never know. Does um, it change somehow or is it just one? What do you mean just, by one? 
it's one at a time and they just come in periodically Ooh, like there's that's one so every cool. five minutes or something okay cool. i have a question so far about okay. the experience and in general is there someone there controlling anything or are no. you in there by yourselves you're in there by yourself wow yeah. Wow, the amount of things. Um, okay, quick tangent. Rest in peace, Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman. But I'm thinking it reminds me of like his house in the morning when he wakes up. Like that, there are so many contraptions that right. need to be working properly. And wow, that is so, it's so impressive already so far. I thought about this too because the fact that there's no one on site like running these things. It just seems even more impressive that it's able to run because Disneyland, for instance, can't have a ride up for five minutes without something breaking. <laughs> yeah, so like, and they have like you know, 40 it's like a lot of there. different things going on in that house, and all of them were working. Like every single thing was working to a T. Yeah, and you're um, free roaming. It's not like you're you're just on one track of story within the house. It's you're free right. roaming, and it all has to work. Very very. It's cool. All working the whole time. Um, they do have a cutoff time that they mention on the ad, and you can have them change it if you like, but they turn all of the effects off at 1230 a.m. for whatever reason they pick that time. Oh. So all turns off, so all the screens can have a rest, and then all just automatically shut down at 1230, and all t- turned off. And I was like, okay, there it is. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I told I was like mentioning if you were with me, we would tell them to keep it on to like, 4.30 a.m. or something. I'd be <laughs> so like 24-7 because when I 24/7. wake up in the middle of the night, it still needs to be the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> you can. They, they said that you can request different things. They just like to turn it off oh, on the okay. camera. That's fair. Um, you mentioned the bathroom then, for a little bit. I wanted to ask if you do have to get up and go to the bathroom, does it feel like you're still there or does it does it start to break the immersion? Like, what is that like? No, because like I said, the bathrooms were decorated so well that it wow. it didn't feel like I was in a regular house, even though there were modern aspects to it. Like the shower, for instance, had the big tile walls that like are pretty modern right now. Um, but like if you're not in the shower, you're in the bathroom. And they even put on the shower stall, they're like shower doors, right, that slide. They even had like these big, beautiful like curtains that hang over it. With like the tassels and then um, those mirrors everywhere with the gold trim. It just, it felt like something that you'd see in the Haunted Mansion. That reminds me of, you know, like 21 Royal, because that's kind of a modern space at this point. They did such a good job, right? Making it feel like the modern bathroom was connected to the whole thing. Yes. Yes, exactly. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) So there was only one hijink that we could really figure out. There was like stuff like the ghosts that pop up in the mirror, but they kind of just consistently there throughout the evening. But there was one hijink and it was very cool. There was a pad under the floor somewhere. And if you step on it, that same mirror with the hitchhiking ghost pops up the Constance Hatchaway bride. And she says very mean things to you. And she's, or she'll just scream or something. And she's, and then she like, her like face starts to age and fall apart and it's super creepy so that was like the scariest part of the whole place (laughs) (laughs) and it was like you you step on it when you're walking somewhere or you step on it yeah it's like it's by no you don't know where it's at like we don't even know but we found like the area that was triggering it but it wasn't like obvious it wasn't like a button on the floor or something or like a press here just like we knew that every time we stepped in this 
space somewhere it turns it on that was oh my gosh reminds me of the movie again we're gonna review it in a little bit yeah see step in that space something's gonna happen (laughs) um and then we had this moment after being there for maybe like 30 minutes or something like checking everything out and taking pictures and i was like what the heck where is the stretching room because we'd seen pictures of this right but we had gone through the whole house like three times over i'm like Wait a second, where's that beautiful, like, giant stretching room at? Turns out they built out their garage into the stretching room. So oh. you, there's, like, this unassuming door out of the dining room, and you go through that. And they have this whole area in between the house and the garage that connects it, where they have the actual Constance Hatchaway bride standing there, and her heart is beating, so she's the beating heart bride. Oh. And... There's a hatchet hanging from the ceiling, and she has pearl necklaces, and she has all this this whole table with a wedding cake on it, and all this stuff that was just, like, out in this, like, middle area. Very cool. And then, oh, there was also portraits on the wall with their heads missing, right? Like, something you'd see in the attic of the real Haunted Mansion. Um, And then at nighttime, oh, they also had the April-December portrait out there. But at nighttime, they had a black light, and it would, like, make different things in the the paintings show up so like the eyes would glow there was like this outline around april december that would make her look like she's like 3d almost and the the actual bride her eyes would glow orange like super creepy very very cool effects though for just this room that we passed through almost right it's just like a walkway and they did like all this decor in it super neat and that's where we found the stretching room the (laughs) We, I literally said one moment, I was like, do we have sleeping bags? Because I kind of just want to sleep in here. Like, it was so cool. This room was so freaking cool. It was like an octagonal room. And it had the stretching portraits on the walls. Of course, the wallpaper, the wood paneling halfway down. It was just beautiful. Um, I don't even know what else to say about it. It was just gorgeous. And that was the game room. So they had this table on the side with a stack of games. And then they had this... Um, also octagon-shaped table in the middle of the room that you could play your games on. And they had these candles in there, and you could play Ouija board. There was Ouija board provided, which was fun. Oh, these are the one. This is one you posted for sure. I remember seeing this. So for people listening, go check out the Instagram because I remember seeing you all at that table, and I thought, wow, the wallpaper, all of it was spot on. Yeah, spot on. Um, And... What else? Oh, even the table itself. I don't know if you've seen. Do you know what bumper pool is? Bumper pool. Yeah. So we had this. We still have it at my dad's house, actually. But it's this table that you can take the the top. It's like a big ass wood table. You would never expect it to be anything else. But you can slide the top off. It's like a lid. Flip it over, and it's a poker table. And then if you take the lid completely off, there's a bumper pool table inside it and they had the pool balls and the cues so you could play pool in there so it's like you can keep yourself super entertained in that one room right there's tons to do then they had all these other games you could play too they had the haunted mansion game by funko there which was a lot of a lot of fun um and just other kind of really normal games like sorry and just the normal tabletop games you would see so cool though um yeah so So much. I can't even, like, get over how amazing it was. Um, one thing they had, they had a chandelier in the 
in the stretching room and they had this other light switch that I didn't know what it did. And for whatever reason, I never pressed it until we were about to leave, like literally like 20 minutes before we were about to leave. I thought that was the light switch for the chandelier and I pressed it and it plays the Haunted Mansion music, like the whole walkthrough of the ride. Oh. And I just never pressed it. So I had actually hooked my computer up to the TV that's in there and was playing the walk, the, the exact same thing <laughs> in the background because I thought it was missing. But of course they still had it. Like, are you serious? <laughs> so good. Oh, I loved it so much. So much. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, one last thing. This is just kind of a an interesting little thing they did. They had this section of their backyard that was kind of locked off. You couldn't go into. By the way, they had like a hot tub out there, mini golf, and cornhole that looked like the oh. duelers painted on it. So there's like also plenty of things to do outside. Um, but they had this area that was blocked off. Like, why is that like locked off? We can't go in it. But then we noticed that from the inside of the Raven Room only, if you look out of the windows, they have all these cool lighting effects in the nighttime that you can see. And they have all these tombstones sticking out of these overgrown weeds. So it's like the cemetery. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's very cool. And there's plenty of space in the backyard as is without needing that corner. So I just kind of dedicated that to look like a spooky graveyard. How can you do just one night? I feel like I would need oh multiple nights to experience all of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was really like not wanting to leave. I was just enjoying it so much. And I was like, man, I I want to come back. Like that was my first feeling. Like I want to come back. And I keep thinking I want to do it with different types of groups all the time. Like different people are into different things. So like just see how it feels with another group of people and then another type of different group of people and just like rotate through all of my groups of friends. Like all get to see the Haunted Mansion Airbnb and everybody has to invite me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So speaking of, um, I would, I definitely think this was a group location. And because I had thought, like, I really want Jacob to see this, right? But then I thought about, like, date night at the Haunted Mansion thing. It didn't actually sound that fun. Like, could be kind of cool. But I feel like it's just such a group place. Like, it was so fun with our group in there that we were, like, all kind of wandering around. Our eyeballs were, like, huge. And we're like, did you see this? And did you see that? Like, it was, it's kind of, it just feels like a good spot for a group. Um, so I would recommend that. And then I was thinking of things that you can do. And the Haunted Mansion, um, Ghostly Retreat, sorry. See, I'm already mixing it up from the actual thing. <laughs> In this Ghostly Retreat, what you could do, um, because one thing I did not want to do was leave, right? I remember at some point we brought up bring, getting food, and I was like, we should DoorDash. And then they're like, Jen, it's fine. We can go pick up this food. And I'm like, okay, fine, you're right. But I did like, <laughs> I, I don't like, like to leave the house leave. and I don't live in a cool yeah. haunted mansion. I just, <laughs> if you could deliver just it to me, general. you deliver it to me. Yeah. Also, uh, the, oh wait, keep going. I already, the, oh yeah, you said you didn't want to leave. You know what that is? That is the haunted mansion trying to keep Ooh. you. It's trying to keep you there as the 1,000th ghost. That's fine. It can keep me all at once because I will stay there as long as Willingly. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I felt like it was breaking immersion if I left, like how people hate staying at Disneyland because you walk across the street and it's Harbor Boulevard all of a sudden and you're like, what is this? Right. It's like the Disney bubble. That's the same with this. I just didn't want to even leave at all. I just wanted 
to be in it the whole time. What's it like um, in the daytime in the house? Is everything still kind of dark? Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that. That was one of my favorite things. It, they do such a great job of blocking out light. So it feels oh, good. dark and creepy. There's a couple places where the light comes in, but it's so minimal that you still can see everything in there like really well in the dim light, which is what it should be. Like it yeah. looks way better in that atmosphere, right? So, oh, it was so cool. I I can't even. So anyways, I was thinking of ways to enhance it. And one way I did was I created a trivia game ah. to play with everyone I was staying with, right? Put them through it whether they liked it or not. But I was going to also take this trivia and extend it to not only you, but our listeners. So everyone ready to play along with a quick trivia game. Yeah, let's do it. Some of these are a little hard, I think. But that's okay. Everyone can scream at the radio or whatever you're listening. Radio. The radio. A- wow, I like it. Throwback. <laughs> we are uh, radio DJs today. Um so yes, so the first question is in the Magic Kingdom, which land does the Haunted Mansion reside in? In the Haunted Man I mean in the Magic Kingdom, the Haunted Mansion resides in Liberty Square. It does. Oh. Good job. I always like that one cuz it's so weird like why is it in like the America section? America. <laughs> America. Uh what is the name of the inebriated happy haunt? That is hanging on the chandelier. I have no idea. Bernard. (laughs) Can you picture him? Yes. Does he look like a Bernard? Yeah. (laughs) Evidently. What does he look like? What is he wearing? Um, does he, is he holding something? He's holding a cane. Dick? Yeah, a cane. Yep. Yeah, I can picture it because I'm just getting ahead of myself again because it was a good movie. It was like one of the last scenes in the movie. So I, I can remember, it's burned in my mind right now. Uh, but yeah, I still can't think of his name. Just, I want to call him Ber- Bernie. <laughs> it's a little weird weird name. His name is Pickwick. Oh, I like that. Not sure the background on that name, but <laughs> Pickwick is his name. Um, so now you can wave to him and say hi, Pickwick, once you go on the Haunted Mansion again. <laughs> um, all right, which... Which of these was not an original concept for the Haunted Mansion attraction? A, a walkthrough attraction, B, a water ride, 3, a ride simulator, or D, did I say 3? Yeah, you're really trying to trick me with these options. (laughs) A, B, 3, and D. (laughs) I haven't listed as 1, 2, 3, 4 for some reason. I went off the rails to list, like... Let them out. A, walkthrough attraction. B, water ride. C, ride simulator. Or D, wax museum. Okay, so I for sure know walkthrough was one of the options. So I'm going to cross that mm-hmm. out. Uh, wax museum sounds like that probably would have been an option too. So I'm going to strike mm-hmm. that out. And so what I have left is water ride and motion simulator. Mm-hmm. Motion simulator seems too modern for the time, but I think that's part of the trick of this question. So I'm going to go with it was never going to be a water ride. You almost had it. You should have stuck with your ride simulator. Darn. Arr. <laughs> Arr. <laughs> yes, they were contemplating making it a water ride. And we'll talk about that one even a little bit more when wow. we do the movie review, too. That all circles back as well. 
All right. At one point in the Haunted Mansion, they had a live actor in the attraction. Can you can you mention what that live actor was or did? Most likely the knight in yes. a suit of armor. Yes. Suit of armor. That is right. And he would jump out and scare people. And it was like too scary. So they got rid of him. And that's a Mandela effect one because so many people remember it just by hearing those stories of when it did True. happen. Yeah. I for sure saw it in my life. But did I? <laughs> I feel like it was there like throughout my entire teen teen life, but definitely wasn't. I feel like I may have seen it because I think it was in the late 80s, if I remember correctly. And I was definitely going at least once a year. And Haunted Mansion was like my favorite thing. I think I went on it at least a few times every trip we went. So I think I might have actually seen it. Well, who knows? But um, they did bring it back for the 50th anniversary, though, which was very cool. So that Ooh, was... They that should was do that more often. Like just randomly f with us and sometimes it's live and sometimes it's not and then just that deny would be good. it the whole and you time just stare at it like just yeah. waiting and they'll be like no what what are you talking about it's been <laughs> fake this whole time <laughs> right Ooh. all right which house was the haunted mansion designed after which house was the haunted mansion designed after this is the new orleans square version in disneyland it was, yes, thank you for clarifying. It yes, was designed it was. after something in the South. <laughs> no. <laughs> think New England. Really? Um, I think it's New Thomas England. Thomas Jefferson's Washington Maryland? house? Mar- is Maryland considered New England? Nope, not at oh, all. <laughs> just kidding. Is it like um, Washington, D.C. or something? Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. There's a house like that there. Yes, so it was called the Shipley Lydecker House. A, histor- a historic home is no longer there, which is sad. And but if not you look from at photos New Orleans. of it, it's identical. Wow. Yeah, it's like literally identical. It's so crazy. I thought it would be from New Orleans. Oh, but, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope, it wasn't. Wow. All right. Name the band that you see in the graveyard. Ooh, I didn't know they had a name. Um, I'm going to call them the... Um, Ghastly Grins. The Ghastly Grins. I like it. You should have a Disney gang called the Ghastly Grins, but that is incorrect. Um, We like to think that they were named after the Firehouse Five. Not sure if they were or not, but they are called the Phantom Five. Oh, I like that. That sounds like a really cool um, punk band. Right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. Okay, there's a singing bust that people often mistake to be Walt Disney. Who is the actual face of this bust? Darned. That was hard. I know that people think it's Walt Disney. Um, <laughs> are they all the same? They're not, right? No. Okay. And so the one that people confuse with Walt Disney is the question. So yes. I think it is Rolly Crump. <laughs> Rolly Crump. <laughs> it is not... I don't think Rolly Crump would be down to sit in a thing that locks your head in and act. I don't think he was much of an actor. But it was Thurl Ravenscroft, who is a very famous actor and voice actor. So Would not have guessed that. And he has a very cool name. And right? I, 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 I want to pretend that he was born that way, not a stage name. Because like, that is so cool. Imagine. <laughs> I can only hope and and dream. And there's another couple names that are going to come up here shortly that have a lot to do with the Haunted Mansion, which is quite interesting. So um, the next question, this one doesn't, but 
Who is the voice of the ghost host? My guess is Paul Freeze. Woo! Oh. Good job. Yes, that is correct. I can't think of a way that that can match the mansion. Freeze. It's cold because there's ghosts. There we go. <laughs> it's not even spelled that way. <laughs> okay. Who is the ghost host during the Haunted Mansion holiday? The voice of. Oof. Um... It seems too obvious, so I'm get, that's why I'm throwing myself off again. Is it Jack Skellington? No, but what I actually mean is the voice actor. Oh. Um, but it's shoot. not Jack Skellington It's either. not Jack Skellington. So it's no. not, not... Okay. Ooh. The ghost host actually sounds very familiar to the Paul Freeze version of the ghost host, but he was... Unfortunately, passed by the time of the opening for oh, holidays, Paul so was. they found someone else that sounds just like him. Um, is this the guy that does your voicemail? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's another I don't know. voice actor named Corey Burton, and I like this one because it's like Tim Burton, Corey Burton, Nightmare. Oh man, I never would have guessed cool. that one. <laughs> Not related. Just happened to be cool like that. And the next two are spooky ones. So who is the face of Madame Leota? I think her name is, um, it's her and the daughter, right? And I get, I don't know who is doing what part. <laughs> um, and they have a really cool name because it's a spooky name, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I know the listeners are screaming it right now. <laughs> um, tombs. Tombs. Hey, you got it. The Tombs mom and daughter. Leota Tombs. So it's actually Leota, the Imagineer. Leota Tombs, and she does have a spooky name. Her daughter is actually the face and voice, I believe, of the holiday version. Oh. But her name is Kim Irvine, so she she got married and messed everything up. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also fun because... There's a different voice for Madame Leota than the face. And this is not an Imagineer. This is a an actress, a very famous actress, especially in Disney. Do you happen to know her name? Oh, she does animated. Is she a princess voice also? An old princess? No. Old princess. No. <laughs> I mean, from back in the day. Oh. oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember <laughs> any old princesses. Um no, but she usually plays like meaner characters. Oh, Maleficent's voice? I don't know. It's Eleanor Oddly. Oh. That's another fun one. Odd, like oddly. Eleanor Dude. Oddly. There's a uh, drag queen named Evie Oddly, and he is into all this kind of stuff. So I'm wondering Ooh. if he knows about that. Does he and spell it A U D L E Y? Does not. He just spells it the right O O D D L Y. I think so curious uh, but yeah he's like cabaret like contortionist and all that kind of thing oh uh, very yeah, cool yeah he's a good one so my question is with the tombs family leota so did walt name the psychic leota because of her or was that a coincidence i believe it was aimed after her wow. i believe i believe i believe i believe i haven't like check that in a very long time. Hey, so it could be my brain wanting the fans, things. We get to do our own and it's our canon. <laughs> and that makes According sense. According to Jen did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What movie was the organ that you find in the ballroom scene a prop from? Um, okay. I have two guesses here. 
Okay. My first guess is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Okay. And my second guess is Swiss Family Robinson. Ooh, I love that. I kind of wish it was Swiss Family Robinson, but it is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Sweet. Very cool. That's a good one. Um, What is the name of the aging woman in the Changing Portraits? Oh, shoot. Um, Do you think I would know? Is it like one of the characters that comes up often? She's a little popular in the fandom, like Um, enough, but maybe not. Yeah, I can't. I can't find it. I just keep thinking the bride. Maybe it's a spinoff. That is her name, Clarice. No, (laughs) it's actually two of the months put together. Oh, you were saying it earlier, April, December. April, December. Yeah. Okay. And the original artwork had April, June. September, December. Like, it showed her progression. Seasons and I love June because she looks the same, but she looks flirty. Like, she's kind of winking. Oh. <laughs> That's the only change. Like, okay, she got a little flirty in June, and then she aged, like, 40 years by the time <laughs> September came along. <laughs> okay, let's see. I'm only going to do a couple more of these. More. How, how more, did the more. group do? Because you had some really good trivia pros at the Airbnb. Oh, my gosh. Jessica... Killed it. The rest of the team did really good too, but Jessica was like, she would like literally just like look around the room like, I'm just going to let other people try because she <laughs> already queen. knew it. <laughs> trivia queen. Yes. Love it. Queen of trivia. Um, let's see here. What is something different about one of the stretching portraits that you find? So in Disneyland, you know, there's two of these stretching rooms, right? That you can go into the right or to the left. There's something different about one of the portraits compared to each room like one room it's different than the other room really do you know what that is yes um does it have to do with a flower no does it have to do with but you're probably thinking of the right portrait oh okay is it the lady on the tombstone it is okay and in one of the and these are it was a design it was purposely designed this way I have yet to be able to find the answer for this, <laughs> but it is something I was told and I checked and you can, it's very obvious once you look. Okay. Um, in but one I never of knew them, why. In one of them, uh, <laughs> in one of them, her skirt is showing a little bit more leg and the other one is She's not. She's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. She's, She's like, like June. She's a little flirty. <laughs> uh, no, no. I, can't, I can't think of it. Go like this. With your hands. I'm having Mike put his two hands in the, in the air. What is different about one of your hands than the other? Oh, um, there's a ring and there's no ring on the other? Yeah. Whoa. So one room, she has no wedding ring. In the other room, she has a wedding ring on. So Whose tombstone is she on? The, the dead about. husband? Yep. On George's tombstone with a hatchet right in his head, because that is also Constance Hatchaway. Wait, what? We see in the attic. Yeah. I didn't realize that, and no, I forgot it and got to relive remembering it because I did not know that. So when, <laughs> you were her before, right? Uh huh. Wow. So you were technically Constance that whole time. Yes. Mm. Do you remember when I met that lady that sits in front of the haunted mansion? She's part of the cast. Yeah, she's right? like on the hill. She was telling me my whole story, my <gasps> life story, who else I'm related to in the haunted mansion, all the ghosts that are like my family, my friends. She knew my. She knew her Constance Hatchaway. My goodness. I love that. You know what that means to me is if you get the stretching portrait room slash elevator, right? 
that has the ring, it means you're safe because she's still putting on the facade of mourning George. But if you get the other one, she's already looking for her next widow. I almost wish that her facial expressions were different too. Like one smiling and one is sad. (gasps) Do you imagine how creepy? (laughs) Okay. Did you know that the three hitchhiking ghosts have nicknames and or professions one is not a profession which is why i'm confused of what's saying it but they have like taglines so the three do you know the three <laughs> hitchhiking ghost names yes first of all? larry curly and mo larry curly and mo they also go by ezra phineas and gus there you go <laughs> and they have three different jobs did you know this um yes one of them is a banker the other one is a wedding planner, and then the Ooh. other one is a stay-at-home dad because you were like, oh, I'm not really sure if it's a profession, but it still deserves you know, <laughs> recognition for sure. Oh, my gosh. They are definitely not those three, but Gus is a prisoner. So if you look at and see oh, him, he's a duh. little one. Yeah. He has the ball and ball chain. Ball and chain. And then Phineas is the more heavy-set hitchhiking ghost, and he has a traveling salesman bag with him. So he's a traveler. Oh. He's called the Traveler. And Ezra is the skeleton, which is the one that I feel is a little weird. It's just a skeleton. Oh, even the prisoner one isn't really a job either. Yeah. It's like they're... <laughs> just a skeleton. Titles, I guess. There's got to yep. be more to it. I'd like, to, I'd like some more, You'd please. Wish. I would like some more. Please, sir. Okay. Finish this line. Your cadaverous pallor betrays an aura foreboding. And if you do it my way, <laughs> let me put the handrails down on my own. Okay, this one I know for sure. Let me put the handrails down on my own. I love that. Um, this one everyone for sure is screaming at our podcast right now. Your card. Your, I keep saying cadavers. Your cadaverous pallor betrays an aura foreboding. Almost as though... You sense, no, a disquieting metamorphosis. And then it goes into, is this haunted room actually stretching or is it just my imagination? Hmm. Anyways, I could go on forever. But yes, that was finish the line. (laughs) I I was not good at that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. You're just not one of those people that sit there and say the entire spiel out loud. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Excuse me. Oh my god, I'm coffee today. Sorry. What year did the Haunted Mansion Holiday open at Disneyland? Two thousand one. <laughs> what? How did you know that? Is it really? Yes. It's two thousand one. Oh, okay. Sweet. I Got thought it. it was going to be like I don't know, way later for some reason. Two thousand one. Later. So early. Oh, I was going to go into yeah. the nineties, like when it came, the movie came out, but I knew. It was after, but also not that short after. <laughs> yeah, it was almost, I think the movie came out in 93. So I think it was almost 10 years later. But then there was something on the Imagineering story. We kind of talked about this in our group, that there was something to do with it didn't go as well as they'd wanted because 9-11 happened right around wow. the same time. So DCA like, opened that year traveling. too, right? Yeah, wow. that's why I was surprised. Another reason I was surprised it happened that year is because they had so much time and effort going into the entire new park that they're worried about doing an overlay over here. 
kind of impressive. Whoa, so that was trivia. Congratulations to any of you out there that got all of the answers correct. I want to hear from you. Please let me know how many you got correct. And Mike, good job on the ones you got correct and good try for all the other ones you didn't get correct. I got more than I thought I would. That was fun. You did. That's good. That's good. Um, So some more uh, things you can do in the Haunted Mansion Ghostly Retreat uh, that I would just suggest are things I was thinking about that I would maybe do differently next time just because... We didn't really know what we're getting ourselves into, truthfully. Like, I didn't realize how cool it was going to be. And then just ways to spice it up. I was thinking of some things like making fun foods to bring, like, especially like baked goods. You can make like some spooky desserts um, and some themed treats. You know, people do like a Halloween party something similar to that. Just kind of change it up a little bit, right? Um, I would also suggest even making like, a nice dinner because you have that big table like what if you all get together and cook a meal together or bring in a chef for bring the in a chef like that. there mm-hmm. you go and you yeah. know you could ask them to do like really cool themed food like squid ink pasta and you know like things that are like spooky yeah yeah absolutely um and then some other things i was thinking of were getting some things lined up like scary movies Maybe bring in a psychic, a fortune teller, or a tarot card reader. Ooh. You know, the there's a ringing in my ear right now when you said that because the oracle is speaking to me and my oracle Ooh. is telling me that I should read your fortune right here and now on Ooh, the air. please do. <gasps> OMG. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes and bring myself back into the ghostly retreat. We're going to go in the stretching portrait room, I think. this. I think they're calling it the seance room. Yes. All right. So let's nice make our way to the seance room. Let's dim the lights and light this one candle, vanilla, from Yankee Candle. <laughs> and I'm going to hand you these deck of cards. Okay. And then you are going to cut them. Okay, I'm going right. to cut them again. There you go. Cut them again. And then we're going to give it a good little shuffle. And just put all of your energy into this card deck. Your soul. Well, a Care, sprinkle of your soul. Care Bear staring towards the deck of cards. Care Bear stare. Okay. And we are going to choose a door. Each one of these doors are going to have a different type of oracle that's going to tell us your fortune today, Jen Uh So pick out of these doors, one through four. Who's like the corridor of doors? Um, I'm going to pick door number three. Door number three, the Woodland Gardens. Ooh, wow. So okay. maybe this is like us walking out back past the backyard and conservatory of the haunted mansion and there's woodland gardens and it's not to be feared it's more mystical and magical and fantastical than it is uh scary or horrific so this is a really nice woodland gardens good i like that uh, i'll stick with that (laughs) for asmr fans you can hear that (laughs) oh you have to do like the shuffle oh i'll give it a good shuffle one last shuffle Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to lay all these cards out across across the table here for you. And okay. you're going to tell me when to stop my hand. 
when it's over the card you would like me to pull for your fortune. And we're going to pull four today. The oracle is telling me four. Okay, hand is up. And you tell me when to stop. Okay, stop. All right. Three more times. Let's go. Uh, Stop. And stop. And stop. Ooh, we have your four. (laughs) Your four fortune cards here from the Woodland Gardens. Let's see what the Oracle has to say. And yes, I'm already thinking this would be so fun to do in the Haunted Mansion Airbnb. Okay, so your first card tells you, ah, it's called the beaver and the birch. So we're seeing white, tall birchwood trees with a beaver climbing up. And this card represents home. Ah. And it's climbing upwards. However, it's biting its own tree that it's on. Oof. So, for example... It's climbing up the tree, and the tree is its stable home, but it's also eating the tree. And so that tells us that your home life is ready to expand to the next place it needs to be. And part of that might be usually what I think of when I see a a beaver in an oracle card. It's like purging, kind of like you're going to purge so that you can save up for later. And that could mean so many things. It doesn't have to be financial. It could be so many things. Okay. All right. Um, I do like to tell myself, like, if I collect stuff, I try to get rid of one thing. Is that something you do or something you're trying to do? When I buy Mm -hmm. specifically clothing, if I buy another shirt, I have to get rid of a shirt. Ah, okay. How many Haunted Mansion um, items do you have, do you think? Let's not... Let's not talk about that, okay? (laughs) I think you get an exception for that one. You can have as many. That's my exception, yes. (laughs) All right, so your next card from the Woodland Gardens is the horse and the bluebell. So the bluebell is a type of flower, and the horse is very strong, stoic, yet it can still put the bluebell flowers in their hair. Another way to look at this is modesty. So this means that you're modest in your accomplishments and that's something that you should wear proudly in your hair or in your mane if you're a horse. Oh. On your sleeve. I'm a horse girl after all. (laughs) Hey, horse girl. Okay. Oh, this next one is a good one. This one is the squirrel and the chestnut. This is for somebody who wants to be a preparer but is often distracted and sometimes could be, uh, you know, like indicators of things that you always say you have. <laughs> like it's literally <ADD>. me. <laughs> yeah, look at that. That's you right there. That's the that, woodland. That is me. <laughs> creatures telling you you're the squirrel. Now, what this is not telling us until I pull the fourth card is what this all means together. Okay. So you have one more card here and your oracle card is the coyote and the datura, which is a type of beautiful flower. In this case, this means there might be something attractive or beautiful or seems like the right decision, but it's actually deceitful. 
not to trust Ooh. it. All right, so let's see who your woodland wardens are. These are the oracles that surround you today as I'm doing your reading here. So you have the beaver, the horse, the squirrel, and the coyote. The first thing that tells us is these are all mammals. Everything here is warm-blooded. These are all creatures that exist in our human world as well. So there's a little bit telling us here that you're grounded in reality. So you are very self-aware. You're self-aware at your squirreling. You're (laughs) self-aware of of being deceived and or could have been deceived in the past. So you're actually really good at weeding out the deceptors. Uh, This also means (laughs) there you go. You're grounded in your modesty and you'll continue to be modest with your successes. And you're grounded in your home. So that means to me when you're grounded in your home is that it's not physically bound to any energy or location. So your home is where you feel your home is. It doesn't have to be the apartment. It doesn't have to be a state. It's where it needs to be. And that's your home. Wow. So the the woodland gardens have spoken. And (laughs) I think it's pretty accurate. What do you think? I think it was lovely. Thank you for reading my card. Wow. Um, I feel like they came out very accurately, which is very interesting how Tara always seems to be able to do that. There you go. You know, we <laughs> should tell the Airbnb people that own that Haunted Mansion ghostly retreat that they can pay us for our services and we'll stop by and we'll bring all the cool haunt- the food and we'll do a reading, all the things. So... They have a tarot card reader. Really? Oh, they I love do. it. They do. Smart. We didn't end up using their services, but I had asked, and he said he has someone who comes to the, for people that request them from the retreat. Oh, that cool? that's really cool. But I don't mind doing it, too. You have to teach me, though, how to, do, yeah. how to read tarot cards. <laughs> what a fun um, operation they have. And I wonder if they have other investment properties or is it just strictly because they wanted to do haunted mansion sounds like we need to find them and try to bring them on the show someday please well surprise surprise i've already started that conversation i spoke to them through airbnb and asked if they'd like to be on the show and they said yes but they were at midsummer scream this weekend (gasps) so quite busy um but we do want to have them on the show at some point i'm thinking maybe closer to halloween could kind of come back to this circle back to the haunted mansion ghostly retreat and hear a little more about the creation process and like how cool is that like the fans built something for fans yeah right yeah so cool that is so cool so definitely want to have them on the show <sighs> thank you so much that was awesome um i just wanted to give everyone a little more details in case you are interested in staying at this ghostly retreat if you just look up on google airbnb ghostly retreat it'll pop up right away so look that's how you can find it you can see pictures on there even if you're not Trying to stay there, just go look and see what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then um, some information. You can have up to eight guests stay the night. There are four bedrooms with two queen beds, one cow king, and two twins. So plenty of space. Um, two twins, no twins included. No <laughs> twins included. I get that. Ooh. Um, and then the total comes to about $1,000 after tax and fees. So it is quite pricey. Again, another reason to have a group instead of just you and yourself or your partner or whatever you want to do. Maybe another reason to have more people stay. Um, but nonetheless, I think it was well worth any price. Like I would, I would go back if I can get at least like five people, 200 bucks each. 
think it's worth it. It's very, very cool. Um, and I didn't know this until recently, but from September 23rd, which is coming up pretty soon, through January 8th, guess what happens? It is open to the public. They have a Haunted Mansion Nightmare Holiday Overlay. No. Wow, that's pretty (laughs) cool. So I almost have to go again to see the overlay, right? Like, come on. And they do book up well in advance, speaking of. So if you are interested, make sure to check that out. As soon as you know you have plans coming up to go down to Southern California. Or if you're even local and you just want to do a staycation, it's some really cool Airbnb. You had it uh, booked with perfect timing because the movie had come out when you were there. That's right. So we thought it would be fun to just like kind of go all out and have a Haunted Mansion themed weekend. So we had the Airbnb set up and then we got a group of people together to go see the movie. Again, I think we had about 15 people go to the movie with us. So we all sat together. Super cool and fun. Um, And... I just, well, first of all, let's hold up because different theaters make a different experience, right? So what kind of movie theater did you get to see it in? And by the way, shout out to Mike because (laughs) he didn't get a chance to see it. And he went out last night because I put the fire. I was like, hey, are you going to go see Mansion before? And you're like, there's other priorities because there's all these amazing movies. And I get it. (laughs) This was a very interesting time for this movie to come out because there's so much in the theaters. Um, but you prioritized straight up for the podcast. So thank you. And went, everyone thank him too. I went right after the weekend cool. finished. Um, I went to Alamo, which, you know, is my favorite theater because I like to eat and drink. But they also play really cool um, curated clips before each movie to relate to the movie. And so watching at the Alamo was really fun because leading up to the movie, The Haunted Mansion, they had showed... Um, A lot of like old school spooky Disney cartoons and other animated cartoons, not just Disney. And then um, maybe like five minutes to the movie, it switched into fun commercials of haunted houses in the tri-state area from a long time ago, like in the 70s and 80s. Cute! (laughs) Like haunted house walkthroughs or something? Yeah, like haunted house walkthroughs. Like there's this one that was called Haunted Mansion and it's like, off the interstate in New Jersey. (laughs) And it's like How cool. I don't think I've ever even seen a commercial for that yeah Maybe it was they really were more cool. popular back in the day or they didn't need to do use or they didn't have the internet so they had to do tv commercials yeah they i guess they had to do tv wow um yeah so it was fun the theater was pretty empty i gotta say i don't know why this movie is just not hitting over here at least but um the whole weekend the theaters were still packed and sold out for barbie oppenheimer and talk to me because i always check and because I'm trying to get Oppenheimer and it's always sold out. It's already been out for a while. Um, and then I went to Haunted Mansion and it's two theaters where just com- all the seats were there available. Oh, opening weekend. Wild. So, um, yeah. So I got to watch it. Not not much of a packed house. So it must have been more fun with other Disney folks, right? Yeah. I mean, we packed a, like a row and a half of people already. So, like, we were part of the group. But our, our theater was actually pretty packed. Like, we had a solid... Uh, audience. However, it is right down the street, literally across the street. We went to the Garden Walk for okay, the movie. Yeah. So it's right across the street from Disneyland. I'm sure that had influence on the popularity in that area. Um, I haven't looked into other theaters to see what it's looking like, but um, yeah, it was pretty full in our space, but 
Oh my gosh, yes, so much fun. Um, I wanted to think and just like coming out of the movie theater, hearing everybody's like, of course, we're all going to walk out and just talk about the movie, right? So you hear everybody's re- like ratings and what they thought about it, if they liked it, didn't like it. Uh, I have to say our entire group really liked it. So initial rating was thumbs up from our group. But what did you think as Mike TV? I gave it a solid four out of five crystal balls, equivalent to four out of five stars. Um, yeah, so I really liked it. I think um, we'll get into details, but I think this one, this particular movie was made for the fans. And, you know, you can glance over at our usual things like the Rotten Tomato score. It's not for the critics. It was not made for movie critics. And if someone hasn't been on the ride in a while or doesn't even care for the ride, they, I don't know. It's not for them. Too bad. It was for us. And I'm so glad they made it for us. And it was. It's like, so you're so saying good. it's made for Disney holics. It's made for Disney holics, correct. Even I, more I specific. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, and of all ages, too, because I think. Um, like a kid who hasn't been to the Disney parks yet might not like it either, right? Even though it's like a family movie. So True. Um, I, I loved it as a Disney-holic. Four out of five. What's yours? So Jacob asked me, and I gave it... This is going to hurt a lot of people because I was with a lot of people. I gave it like a B-. minus. Oh, I like how we have I different grades. strongly categorized it in the family film category, right? So, like, you, you can't rate all movies on the same scale. You just can't. But this is definitely made as a family film. Um, and I can't even tell you what I wanted more out of it. I just felt like something was missing. I couldn't connect with a lot of the characters. We'll talk about that as we go through, too. But something was just missing for me. And I was expecting a lot more. Um, I think it's also part of, like, PTSD from the Eddie Murphy movie. <laughs> Because that one also had a lot of fan service in it, right? Like a lot of the same type of Easter eggs we saw in this film were also in the Eddie Murphy one. Um, even the story was kind of similar, but we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. Um, but just, it just didn't hit completely for me. So I was kind of bummed, but it wasn't bad at all. I still really enjoyed it. I liked it. It's a good film. I'll watch it again. Um, just wasn't up an A plus, which I was hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I thought A plus would be a long shot for this one. So I yeah, was I, almost I knew like, that going into yeah, I was kind of pleasantly surprised. I thought it was going to be really bad. Remember, I even said it was like I'll wait for Disney Plus, and then <laughs> we're like, fine, we'll review it. And so I went in like with my bar so low that I think that also helped it go high. Uh, right, and I haven't seen the Eddie Murphy one in over a decade, so that's already kind of just wiped in my mind. Uh, but, oh my god! I watched know. it at the Ghost Retreat. <laughs> oh, you did? Wow! Before or after? Before the movie. Interesting. Yeah, we okay. stayed there Friday night. I watched that was real the Muppets fresh. Haunted Mansion and the Eddie Murphy one, and then went to sleep at like two in the morning, and then got up and went and saw this movie. <laughs> so let's start with what did you like about it? What did I like about it? Um. I mean, it was it was really pretty. Uh, the Haunted Mansion itself looked a lot like the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, which made me very happy. Um, and there was a lot of elements that were used in the film that are Easter eggs and or um, things that 
we would hope to see in a movie like this that we got to see in this one. So I really liked that. Um, you said the and- house. I I love that probably like more than halfway through, they answered the question in my mind about the Disney World version and they made it part of the movie. Like that was so smart to say. Wait, what do you mean? So... Uh, the uh, the second house, I don't know if you realize, was the haunted mansion from Liberty Square. So yeah. I like that the Alistair. Yeah, they made it so we got both house. coasts. Yes, in okay. there represented because halfway through I was like, oh, this is cool. It's just going to be the New Orleans one. Maybe that's a whole other universe over there for the other. And I'm like, genius. <laughs> as soon as they said there was a second house and they bl- threw out the blueprints, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the Florida one. So smart. So that's I thought that funny because. I felt very differently about that because they depicted that as the Hatbox Ghost's house. So it's yeah. no longer the regular Haunted Mansion, which it's not. The one in Florida is exactly the same as ours, except for the outside of it, which is that was weird. And you got to see the inside of it, right? And it looked nothing like the Haunted Mansion. So I thought that was super weird. But I liked yeah, that they had I didn't it was think like it was supposed egg. to be another Haunted Mansion. I thought, what a great way to use the story to be able to show the, the one that Disney World people. No, because right. for some people, that's their haunted mansion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I liked about this movie, which is kind of depressing, but I loved the main character, Ben. He was like the one character I connected with. Of course, he's like the main car- character. So if you're going to connect with anybody, it's going to be that person. But he was showing like extreme real life grief throughout the film, which... You don't often see, especially in a family film. So it was like a really interesting combination of seeing this quirky, fun, silly, spooky movie with this guy going through a loss like he did, you know? And even the opening line by Jamie Lee Curtis was like, this is going to be about death. Right. (laughs) Something like that. I was like, okay, (laughs) all right. Um, You know... Wow, we're we're connecting and disconnect in sync and off sync on some of these things, but we both liked it. So let's talk about more of these details. I did not like Lakeith Stanfield Ben at all. Oh. <laughs> and I think the movie would have got more butts in its seats if they casted somebody bigger. I think they needed somebody bigger, a bigger star in that role. He was just um it was part of the design. I don't know if it's the actor's fault. It was the whole design of the character. Like, you know, when he was grieving and dark, he had the hair in his face, over his face. It was purposeful. Uh, but I don't think he he didn't shine. You know, you think of someone like Halle Bailey in Little Mermaid, and you're just like, boom, she just like shines. I True. wish they had somebody more like that. And the whole movie, I kept trying to think of who, and I don't know. I couldn't think of one person that could have done it Maybe differently. Maybe that's part of the thing that was missing that I feel like I didn't like... Because that's my first thing I came out of it was with that I didn't connect to the characters. Like, yeah. I and I didn't, didn't know going in that Ben was going to be the main character. I thought uh, Rosario Dawson's character was the main character. Yeah, same. So, yeah. And so same. I was like, oh, it's going to be all this guy. I don't really care for the actor either. So that kind of... Uh, and then Rose, okay, Rosario Dawson, whoever styled her wig needs to be fired. Yeah! notes what was up with her hair her week was so bad what is going on i just kept thinking is she going offset and doing ahsoka right after this and she just has to keep switching or what it was really bad it was very distracting and i was like is she supposed to be a 90 year old woman or a young single mother i'm so confused 
so, so excited that you brought this up because nobody else has brought it up. That's hilarious. So here we are in sync for sure. I literally have a giant thing. WTF is up with her hair because like, I was distracted by it. It's how bad it was. But it did kind of remind me. I don't think they did this on purpose. But one of the the bus that stares at you, her hair is parted like that. Oh. And it's like... <laughs> down the front of the forehead like that so i was like but then when i saw that she didn't even have i thought she had a ponytail or something no it was it just was like weird. this really bad chopped off yeah. hair at the end there were some edits where i thought it was really short like like rapunzel's hair after she cuts it right i don't know like it kept dipping in and out of the shadows not good so bad. and the as i was watching it because i knew i was watching it so that we could review it right so that i also went in with that mindset and I kept telling myself that, oh, yeah, the director, Justin Simeon, had said the star of the movie is the Haunted Mansion. And those characters are just secondary so that we can get through the story. And I remember that so that I would like it more, but that shouldn't excuse it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, think, I think he took that too literally because you're right. I didn't care a thing about any of the characters. If anything, I would have watched a whole like Danny DeVito version of just because oh he's Danny hilarious to me, me but that I also love him in Always Sunny in Philadelphia and he was basically yeah. that same weird character yeah yeah slash the penguin um, <laughs> speaking of oh yeah the penguin but speaking of the and, and back to the character thing as yeah. well and Danny DeVito there's all these big names we had Danny DeVito Winona Ryder I didn't know she was even I in didn't it. either that was a good Daniel cameo Levy, pop up um Oh, I didn't Rosario. expect him either. When they when I saw Dan Levy's name in the credits, I was like, "What?" Wait, what? In the I did see him in a trailer before, so oh, I knew okay. he was going to be around. Um, and then Jamie Lee Curtis, of course. We like barely saw these people. Yeah, they had like cameos, so it almost felt like let's pull a bunch of people who like the Haunted Mansion and give them a place, like similar to what they're doing with Mandalorian. Like all, a lot of people in the Mandalorian just are big Star Wars fans yeah. and they're friends with the director. Like it almost felt like that. And then they hyped Jamie Lee Curtis so much, and she's so much. barely in it. Like, so much. It was like Drew Barrymore in Scream, right? Yes. Like, they hyped yeah, her, totally. and she's in the first five minutes, and that was it. Um, so, yeah, that was a little weird. Um, and then, like, let's talk about the story for a second. So, like I said, I like the aspect of grief. Um, and then how they the end of it they kind of wrapped it up with how you can move on from grief and like find things in life that bring you aspiration and i also really liked that they did a nod to um like signs that you get from people who have passed oh, on the wink that was yeah. cute that was really cute was it called a wink do they call it that they're like she's winking yeah she's that's her oh winking so right cute. i'm pretty sure now i'm second guessing remember. myself i don't remember um but that cat at the end with the tater to stop. I, I cried. I cried also like three or four times during this movie, all around the grief aspect. Oh, wow. That is also a big part of my life. So I probably connect with that guy because of that. Um, but yeah, it was it was very sweet. And I thought that was a great ending to see this guy kind of be able to move on from it. But I wanted to mention something that I think they should have done. Can we do that now? It's too early. <laughs> Wait, you said the story. I, I did like, I'm, I'm seeing it separate. I'm seeing this movie as a tribute to the Haunted Mansion. So I don't feel like the, the canon that they created conflicts with the ride. And I'm okay with that. 
Like, this is the movie version of it. So I did like how they explained the 600 whatever, how many ghosts, not the full 999, but they explained how the majority of the character looking ghosts got there through Jared Leto's parties. (laughs) cocaine field right. parties uh i thought that was interesting and that he was kind of like taking revenge and it worked for that movie for like a two-hour story i was like okay that's kind of cool and that's why they're all weird and then i also like <laughs> how they use that same kind of element to explain why they're now at that mansion because they kept doing a seance every freaking night to get a specific person but they kept pulling in the wrong person and that that type of plot line just always is funny to me. Like even in Ghost with Whoopi Goldberg and she's trying to call one, but then there's like a queue of ghosts that are like, wait, I right. want to talk to like Beetlejuice, all these fun movies. And so that kind of reminded me of that. And I thought it was cool. And it explained why they had all these ghosts in that one house. Um, so some parts of the story was cool. And I also liked how for the most part, the story journeyed through Uh, all of the set pieces in rooms, almost in order, or as close as possible for the story. And pretty much every major room had a set piece in the movie. And I was like, wow. And I kept like checking them off in my mind as they happened. Even they even did the uh, stairway one. And that was part of it. So I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. And then that got them all the way to the part of the story where you went back in time and saw Madame Leota and how she was the medium that got them all there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was kind of a plug and play haunted house, how to get rid of the ghost and bring the supernatural, uh, paranormal people over type of story, but right. kind of expected that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish the story was a little more unique, but the part of the story we haven't talked about yet that I actually thought was amazing was the fact that they used the idea of the ghost that follows you home. Oh like, yeah. That was so so good. And so right if you guys away. are still listening, by the way, I hope nobody stayed on that's going to get mad about spoilers, but they had, um, if you cross the line into the Haunted Mansion, one of the ghosts will latch onto you and follow you home, and then they haunt you until you figure things out, right? Um, so everyone who's been into the Haunted House, or the Haunted Mansion, leaves, and they then have this new ghost buddy that, like, kind of sucks, probably, yeah. for most of them. Like, there's one that had a horse running around all the time. That was funny. She's like, do you know what it's like to have a ghost horse haunting you? I was like, oh, my God. That would be awful. And then she wrote it in later, right? From the sky or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then they're all besties. Um, but I love that because that's, like, you know, one of the things from the actual mansion. And they just yeah. used the whole and they, theme off And the of that way they really added cool. on to tell the movie story made sense, too, because they were, like, why okay why are they bringing you back and when you as soon as you think it's because they want you to die in there it's actually no they want you to help them get free and there's only one evil person who turned out to be the villain right which is the hat box ghost right he's the only one who is trying to get you to die but willingly that's the catch to be the 1000th ghost but willingly step in and here you go with this grieving father and his kid it's a great setup. I mean, I think you said something really good in the beginning, which was you have to go in this knowing it's family friendly movie. It's a family movie. Yeah. It's yeah. like Hocus Pocus. I'm not going to put it up for the Oscars. And I know it's right. going to be corny. <laughs> but I will say that I didn't know going in what it was trying to be. And until I saw some of the ghosts, I was like, okay, it's it's Hocus Pocus kind of humor. Not... um 
kind of like scary with a little Disney twist. It was more like Disney with a little scary twist. And from the trailers, I wasn't sure where it was trying to go. And even the reviews I read before that, I don't think anybody really knew. So if like somebody went in there thinking it was like a family friendly horror movie, they're going to be disappointed. Um, Right. So you have to, it's it's all what it is. It's like a little cute ride, I guess. Right. Yeah. I think maybe that's what's missing for me is I just want, a movie about the Haunted Mansion that's like not just corny. Like like you said the word <laughs> corny and I'm like, that's exactly what it was. It was too corny for me. I want it to be like pretty and spooky. Like can we just get a pretty spooky version? And that's why when Guillermo the Toro was supposed to do it, that's like his his shtick, right? So I'm like, come on, make that pretty pretty spooky Haunted Mansion for me. Like it's exactly what I'm craving. Um and I think but it was the just hard, to get another silly the hard movie. Part like, is okay. like, <laughs> What movie do you make? Do you make the movie of a haunted mansion in its heyday? So it's not even haunted and it's the story of, of whoever the owner is? Or is it, do you tell the story of it's already haunted and people are walking through it? And they did that one twice already, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they should just, because do we always need mortal humans to walk through it? Like, can we just go, can we just see a haunted house with a, with ghosts in it? You know what I mean? Like, can we just see it as it is? Like, do we have to have the realtors and the people who just bought <laughs> the home? I guess you have to have one, have at that? least one protagonist to follow. So the question is, yeah, who, maybe it is one of the ghosts. Maybe it's the, like, yeah. what are you following? Otherwise, it's like, or, as I was about to say it out loud, documentary version. Ooh! Because that, that doesn't be have to focus fun. on someone else's perspective. That's telling, explaining what it is. I and that, that was part of the, those were one of the f- more fun scenes, actually, is when they did go back and tell those weird historical stories of, of right. the, in the movie, those flashbacks. I, I wanted more of that, actually. Right, yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, um, and speaking of yeah. those, we found out that Hatbox Ghost uh, was the villain, which I think he's a proper villain, right? He's kind of like he's got this weird lore around him in the in the Haunted Mansion community and Disney community, um, and he's like very creepy compared to the rest of the ghosts. So I think he's a great choice for yeah. a villain. But they had named him Alistair Crump in this film, and I don't know. This is another one that I haven't had time to look into. Like, is that his name? Is that fan fandom fiction or like where did that name come from or is this a first time from this movie i don't know and then i would love to think that they named him after rolly crump that's what i thought it was as soon as i heard it i thought it it kind of had to be only because they really did a good job showing that the director is like a huge haunted mansion fan right so i was like all right all right with the crump and speaking of i looked up justin simeon because i was like is he like how big of a Disney fan is and I found out he used to work at Disneyland in DCA Wow! and he worked on Grizzly River Run and he mentioned his favorite treat are the waffle fries at Smoke Jumpers. Oh, interesting. He's like, it's always a treat for me when I'm off work to get some waffle fries. I'm like, what? Okay. That's your option. That's your option. Um, I had also found out that in Guillermo del Toro's version, the Hatbox Ghost was also the villain. So they do share those uh, story plots. You have a where'd you find a story of this movie that was never made? Is this according to Mike TV? <laughs> no, it's um, <laughs> they had story elements out, I guess. So it's those oh, YouTube okay. videos that I watched. They're like, yeah, that lines up with what Guillermo was. But nobody knows if how much of the story is the same. Just that that was going to be the villain. Oh Ooh. yeah, I think he's a great villain. Um, now what um, I what I didn't like about Hatbox Ghost 
was that there was no need to tell us it was Jared Leto. I wish they never did. I wish they didn't even put it in the credits. And then they just surprised us after, like, oh, what? Did you know that was Jared Leto? Like, they should have done it that way. It was a little distracting because I was like, how is this Jared Leto? Jared Leto is 100% in my TikTok algorithm right now about all the cringe that's coming out of Jared Leto recently. So it did affect the way I looked at the hatbox ghost. I'm not going to lie. And you can't even tell. It does, of course, it doesn't look like him. But it also doesn't sound anything like it. Right. There was no so, point. It should have just been a no fun point. Easter egg later. Yeah. And then also, if they had to pay Jared Leto money to get him, also a waste of money. There's no yeah, point. right? Could have been like anybody. Yeah. You could have hired a Fiverr person to do some voice acting. Totally. So um, weird. Very weird. He also, I didn't love his caricature. Like, he looked like the Grinch who stole Christmas. He was, <laughs> I didn't he, think it was bad. I thought it looked like so what, much like it. The, uh, the animatronic, no? In my mind. Yeah, but it, it's different. Something about him, he's like fuzzier or something. I think he has a lot of facial hair or something. I don't know. He's supposed oh, to be like Oh, do so you mean titty. the police sketch? No, or just the, the, the actual like thing? actual character. Yeah, he kind of had fuzzy fur beard. Like, yeah, um, he looked like the Like Grinch. more Muppety. And yeah. I think that uh, I had to swallow that and accept it once they showed uh, the first couple of ghosts. I was like, okay, these are Scooby-Doo ghosts. Yes. I'm just going to say that's fine and just deal with it. But that was hard. Like the CG, the CG wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it's, it was more the design, the character designs were, oh car- they were cartoony. But then also I think like in the ride, it's half cartoony and then half realism. Uh, so I don't know. It's, it's interesting as well. Like when you start thinking about it and analyzing the ride itself, I can't figure out that part either. So you just listed my least favorite thing of the entire film and it was the ghosts. <laughs> The ghost, I, yeah. Scooby-Doo ghost. I was like, hello, 2005. I need my CGI back. Like, what the heck? It was so bad. Oh, my gosh. I just got scared because we were talking about Haunted Mansion. Whoo, scary. Anyway, um, but yeah, the ghosts were so bad. And then even the way they acted, like, since when is Constance Hatchaway, like, this obnoxious, like, yeah. ghost? Like, she yeah. was doing all these weird noises. She's supposed to be, like, cunning and manipul- manipulative, you know? Like, that's her thing, is that she manipulates people and then, like, murders them. It's, like, way cooler than being, like, Wah! like, doing all this crazy... I don't know, she was driving me nuts. I agree. Um, I agree, and I think... I think what was confusing was that they gave some characters like really good backstory, like the Hatbox Ghost, and then they made people that are just as popular, like the Bride, like a ghoul. Yeah, like yeah. no personality is just a ghoul, like even like yes. an animal almost, right? And that's where it made me think of totally like, Scooby Doo and even Ghostbusters. Sometimes it has that Ghostbusters vibe to it, yeah. but not in a yep. good way. <laughs> even they're like they had that blue haze around them, so yeah. it just looked like they're plat like pasted on top of whatever i don't know that that part really got to me but i did notice something else about the ghost that's very different than the haunted mansion and this goes into one of our favorite things dei and it was diversity did <laughs> yeah. you notice all the different ethnicities of ghosts i did i the haunted did mansion's like just white ghosts yeah. like white people ghosts <laughs> and this matched more like because they were really talking about new orleans and that whole area mm-hmm. and all that and that made more sense yeah, yeah, I really like that part of that. But otherwise, I couldn't stand the design of any of them. <laughs> the, the look. <laughs> um, let's see. Another thing that I mentioned in this, like, my roundup of my thoughts. Um, 
is that, first of all, they had the portrait. See if you remember it. It was at the very beginning of the movie. They showed a portrait of the Haunted Mansion and something they were looking at, like a photo or something, an old photo. I can't remember what it was. But it was literally that painting that they have in 21 Royal, oh, where it shows the Haunted wow. Mansion before it's it was haunted. Yeah, yeah, in its heyday, like you were talking about earlier. That's cool. I was cool. like, hey, that's that painting. It was the same exact one with the that's people really with the parasol, cool. parasols out in the front. Very cool. I have something in my eye. Um, and they had a funeral procession, which is a traditional way to do funerals in New Orleans. And one thing that I thought really cool about that was at the 50th anniversary of the Haunted Mansion, the After Dark event, they have one of those funeral processions where they had the guy in the front that was dancing with the parasol oh, wow. and all that stuff. And I didn't realize that they still currently do that in New Orleans. And that part of the movie was modern, right? So they're showing these like yeah. processions. And we got to actually see one in person at Disneyland, which was just super cool to see that kind of tie in something that I've experienced in the park by the Haunted Mansion. Um. And then one of my favorite things was that they used Captain Gore in the film. Oh, a lot. I know what you a did lot. last summer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, so he's AKA the Mariner. If you guys aren't familiar, he was an unused character that was created by um, the Imagineer Ken Anderson. So he's one of the like original characters they were going to use, especially if it had gone the way of a water ride. Oh. Remember I was going to tell you we're going to circle back to that later. So Captain Gore was supposed to be a really big character, and then he kind of got cut out entirely from the ride. You can see his portrait in the Disney World version, but it's just his portrait. I think the eyes move, which is cool because they did that in the film, Ooh, too. They did. If I remember correctly, I think he does who's, have movie um, in the Haunt Mansion. Who's the Sea Captain Coffin that's in the Disney World queue? Is that also him? I think so. I think in my, so. As I was watching the movie, I was putting those two together, thinking that was him also. Right. Um, yeah, yeah so that was really cool. a story now. How they did that. And then he would yeah. keep changing the channel to like a ocean ship Oh my God, the deadliest catch. Deadliest catch. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> I was hella laughing. I was like, oh my God, he just wants to watch the show. <laughs> oh, and then they brought him home at the end, at the very end. That was nice. Yeah, and then he stole some guy's boat. Like, he's a total jerk. Whoops. But like, he got back <laughs> yeah. out to sea like he wanted to, took his boat. I looked up an interview with Justin Simeon because I was curious about the Captain Gore reference. Like, why did he decide to use Captain Gore? So I'm going to let him speak for himself. That's just always been one of the ghosts that I'm weirdly fascinated by. Like, from the painting alone, there's mm -hmm. just something about the ancient Mariner painting that always just, like, caught my eye. I'm always, like, I'm always carrying, like, naval symbols. I don't, I don't nice. know why. There's something about the sea. And then, like, in my research for this movie, um, I read something about, like, how water and the sea and, you know, ocean travel is often like a metaphor for emotion and tough mm. feelings. And I, I can't say I did all of that on purpose, but I thought, like, that's a really great choice because this is a character that has a lot, you know, Ben has a lot of strong, tough emotions that he's trying to move through. And you've got this Mariner who is like clearly in danger, girl, like looking at the <laughs> painting. And yet there's a there's a knowing, stern calmness about him that tells you like, oh, he's been through worse. And I don't know, I felt like that all played really well together. Wow. That's really cool to hear from a Disney-holic who got to direct a, a fan favorite ride adaptation film. And then he had the access to bring that character to life. Wow, that's really cool. Right. You know what that reminds me of? You know that story 
about the Haunted Mansion holiday overlay, how they, there was an Imagineer who always wanted to see what was behind the curtain of this one room in the ballroom. And so when you look through the Haunted, Haunted Mansion holiday in the ballroom, that curtain is pulled back and there's a whole new room set up because he just wanted, when he's a kid, he just always wanted to know what's in that room. And so he made it come to life. So that's similar to what Justin Simeon uh, got to do for this character. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, William Gracie was also the homeowner, which is obviously a nod to Master Gracie. Um, and if you guys don't know, the Master Gracie of the Haunted Mansion is actually a tribute to Yale Gracie, who's a Disney legend and Imagineer that worked on the Haunted Mansion. So that's all cool to see that keep tying back, give him credit where it's due, right? Yeah. All the way through. Um, and then I'm just going to roll through a couple more things. So... The chairs in the seance room was one of my favorite things. It was like exactly it, right? There's like a little bit of each. So they had the balloon. They're called balloon chairs. Those are like real chairs from like the Victorian era. Uh, But they look as similar as you could possibly make a regular chair to look like a doom buggy. Oh, those chairs. I was thinking of the ones that looks like it has a face on it. The red and cream ones. Yeah. Yep. And then, but yeah, the, those big doom buggy chairs that they had, it also looks like fun. To have and sit in. I like it, it does. It looks like one of those swinging egg ones or something. I yes. I feel like that. Wicker. But I liked how they used the chairs in the movie as if they were doom buggies. Like, remember, it kept shoving people out of the house. Yeah. Kind of. They're riding in it, which is like being in a doom buggy. They also had the one you're talking about, which a lot of the fans call the Donald Duck chair. Because you can oh. see it looks like a bill on it, right? Yeah, that's that's the face, the face I was thinking of. Uh-huh. So they had that chair in there. And then they had this black chair with a raven uh, carved on the very top of it. Which I believe they're trying to do the seance chair in the seance room. Because on top of that, they have an actual raven on sitting on it. Oh. So I think that's what that was in reference to. Um... Yeah, what the, else? The see. score was very good. Like, it would get more yeah. and more Grim Getting Ghosts as it went. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't just come out the gate with it. But then I was like, actually, it's kind of cool that they did it. Yeah, right. and even but, hearing, but like, the New Orleans the marching band version of it was kind of yeah. cool. I was like, all right, all right. Um, <laughs> I do have a couple more gripes about the cast, though. And you've known this going in. Tiffany Haddish, she's so annoying. And that was another she person. She didn't bother me like at all. Really? It was another person where if they got somebody so much better, they would have got more butts in the seats and it probably, the comedy would have hit more. I don't know. I just think her, she felt like she was just making it up as she went. Like if we're just playing Haunted Mansion in the Airbnb or something. I'm like, girl, deliver these lines. But that's just her personality. And I don't know. It just didn't work to me for me. And then I also thought the, the, the jokes about like CVS were stupid oh i hated when they uh, brought right. up like regular boring places yeah like, like it worked like America. the first time and then they did it like a couple more and i was like no 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 yeah uh, yeah so yeah i just i didn't care for her sorry about it sorry about it um sorry. i have another gripe did that candle not look phallic as fuck <laughs> what which candle there was a candle that a ghost went into and the Into. main guy, Ben, like the ghost like hid in the candle because the hat box was coming out and they're all freaking out and they all went oh, into things. No, I a don't ghost went into like basically enchanted a candle, right? It came to life and it had a little face on it and it was bending around and it was like 
flexible and it just looked it was yellow and I don't know. It wow. looked really gross. I did not like that. I was very uncomfortable. Wow, that got in it got burned in your mind. I just barely remember now it having a face when you said it. Yeah. <laughs> Something about it, I was just like, that's weird. Um Let's see what else. Oh. You know who I did like and I didn't mind and I forgot I didn't mention? Owen Wilson. He just plays the same, but it, he he came in and he did his job. And I thought it was fine. It was Owen Wilson. He was the one, like, big name that was actually in it enough, I feel. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, he was in it yeah. the right amount for a I big agree. name. Um, the Oh, I was talking about how much I didn't like the bride earlier. But I was excited that she had pearl necklaces on because, like, you got to have the necklaces if you're going to be Constance Hatchaway. So good, good on them for that. Do you think that. she chopped their head off each time after they gave her a pearl necklace? Yes. <laughs> They're like, she's like, okay, thanks. That's all I wanted. Bye. <laughs> Only because in the attic there's all the piles of gifts that they've given her. And then she gets oh. one more every time. So it's probably one of the gifts, right? Um, another gripe was like, there was just some things. I'm like, why didn't they do that the same as the mansion? Like, there's some things where I was just like, why did they not make that something we're familiar with? For instance, the wallpaper. Now, tell me if I'm tripping. Was the creepy eye wallpaper in this movie? Um, I feel like I checked all the boxes of the wallpapers, plural, that that looked like what I thought they looked like, the different colors. But if there was a certain detail that looked different, I maybe didn't see it. But I remember purple. I remember green. Both, okay. Both of them. I do remember. I don't remember any of the wallpapers being the same. But the the whole thing of the creepy eye wallpaper is that they're all demon faces. This one was just a purple Victorian all over print wallpaper. But everybody's like, oh, why didn't you like it? Because the eyes didn't move. I'm like, there weren't eyes. There weren't any faces on it. It was just like a <laughs> leafy, like, you know, those regular Victorian wallpapers that just happen to be purple. But like, why didn't they just put the wallpaper that we know and love? Because oh, they I were obviously remember. doing it very well in other aspects. So why? I don't remember the context. Was it while things were haunted? Because yeah, in my like mind. Yeah, he's walk- running through the hallways and ghosts are chasing him and all that stuff. Yeah, and so they might the- as well have. It's not like it was yeah. in its uh, sun daytime state or something. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, it was very weird. I don't I don't know what that was all about. Unless I just missed something. Because almost everybody acted weird when I mentioned that. They're like, what do you, like, what What didn't you like about it? I was like, but it wasn't the the faces. <laughs> I mean, it is very nitpicky, but, you know, you're the big, one of the biggest Haunted no, Mansion but the, fans. I'm saying, so like, if they went to the extent of having the correct door handles, then why didn't they make the infamous wallpaper? The wallpaper is the most recognizable thing about the Haunted Mansion. Is that wallpaper in the corridor of doors and they didn't have it in there at all. So I thought that was weird that they would go to do all the other things so accurately, but not have that in it at all. And just have some other generic version of it, which is just weird. I don't remember. Also enough. the duelers were different. There were different hats and different people, which is just weird. I don't know. It just felt like they could have hit it more on the spot if they're going for fan service, but they skipped a couple of those weird things. I'm like, I wonder why they just did that differently. <laughs> DVD, Blu-ray, um, get that Blu-ray, you'll hear commentary. Yeah, right? Can I, can I please have some more? I, I would like to hear it too. Like, oh, this is how the costume designer decided to approach the pantaloons here because <laughs> era ha- accuracy of when when they were hey, murdered. Hey, that would at be the lovely. Match. I you know would what be mean? very yeah, excited I like to hear that, that fun stuff. Like, why did they decide to do that? 
Um, another character that I thought was pretty cool was the Hatchet Man. So I think he was depicted here as the ghost host, which I think he might also be in the paintings. But do you remember the hatchet guy with the pig? And he was like moving the hatchet down as he went through the portraits. Did and he have he the chasing big him. eye? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that Scooby-Doo eye. I didn't like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plants versus zombies. But that's how the real portrait is. So he's part of the Sinister Eleven, uh. um, which is you'll see him in Disney World also, but not in Disneyland. But he was in it when he got his own little role which i thought was kind of cool um yeah i think that's mostly all of my loves and dislikes about it do you have anything else you want to mention um no the one thing that i wanted to make sure i didn't forget we already talked about which was rosario dawson's wig it was very distracting and i went to go see it by myself (laughs) and if i would have brought jerry he wouldn't have been able to even watch the movie because he can't even watch (laughs) like an episode of Drag Race with a bag wig line. He would just be shouting the whole time. So yeah, there are some of these things where we're just like, what is going on? But I would say overall, walking into it as like a, and and accepting it as a hocus pocusy, like almost maybe like Disney Plus, but it was screened in theaters for us type of thing. Like, all right, that's cute. I probably watch it during Halloween. And that would be my last note is they release it at the wrong time. Totally. It was a, it was weird. Like summer. Like nothing's happening right now. <laughs> I guess summer. Maybe that was why. Yeah. It's like huge summer, but it's blockbuster season. And this is not yeah. one of those movies, right? Yeah. I they should have owned that, that it's not and, and, and slated it as a Halloween movie. If they released it. Yeah. October. I think more people would have gone because it's something festive to do. Right now, mm-hmm. people are doing festive things like seeing Barbie and wearing pink, like not Haunted Mansion right now. Yeah. But on the other hand, thinking of Disney Plus, maybe they did it on purpose so it'll launch on Disney Plus at Halloween Ooh, time. So okay. Double dip. You know, here's that thing. I want to hear the the uh, store the uh, that, conversations in these conference. You might rooms. be onto something there because right. they are having big issues with Disney Plus. So maybe they're like, hey, if we do this and then launch it there. But then if it doesn't do well in the theaters, people aren't going to be that excited. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It was, they might have even... Um, no, I think... Because it's weird because they didn't release Hocus Pocus 2 in theaters, but the first one was in theaters. But this sort of still is in that... It would be in that same place on the Blockbuster shelf in the 90s. Right. The video. Yeah. <laughs> Very weird. Um, okay, so... Last thing I wanted to mention was something that I would have changed about the story. I'm going to put on my blue sky hat. Do it. And my armchair. I'm in the armchair right now for Imagineering. Um, I thought, so I loved the storyline of the ghost tours in New Orleans because that is a big deal, right? It's It's like a big part of the culture there and they're supposedly the best in the world and New Orleans is slated as the most haunted city. Yes. Right? So, like, very cool. Um, But I had wished, because at the end of the movie, they all, they fixed the problems. They made all the ghosts happy. Everybody's having a grand old time now. And then they're like, let's just live here. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I I took that as the ending is is when the ride opens at the park. Like, the ride that we get on is after they've conquered, like, they're doing other like things. That. Okay. Right. They're like happy haunts. I'm just gonna stay and hang out. Yeah. Type of thing. It was just weird. They're like, let's just all have a potluck at the haunted mansion now. It's kind of weird. But what I would have liked to see is if Ben, like, 
another way of dealing with his grief is to come back and start ghost tours at the Haunted Mansion. Oh. And then have real ghost tours that he could give. Because remember, he kept saying ghosts aren't real. And now he can yeah. prove they are. And they he would can... have fun with it, too. And like like Beetlejuice, yeah. but not as scary. Mess with people. And yeah, they could have a whole series on Disney Plus about that one. There you go. But just recast, please. He's not star power. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, that did remind me, though, that... Uh, if I were to also armchair Imagineer a little bit, I wish they did more within New Orleans stuff. It started strong, and I thought there was going to be more New Orleans lore, and then it didn't. <laughs> like, it just okay. kind of fell off, right? Yeah, yeah. it could have added it added a little bit more spookiness and realism to it. And then um, I thought they were going to do more with the whole camera effect. And mm-hmm. so that could have been like its own supernatural type of addition to it and what i loved about the camera thing is the inside joke no flash photography oh, it mess it does the thing so that you're like they don't like ghosts and i mean they don't like cameras no cameras and i thought that was a cool nod but i wanted I more of that. i love that though it's cute it's cute it's very cute so would you watch it again are you glad you went and watched it earlier than, first of all, than later? Uh, yes. So we could talk about because it. Because it was, it was much better than I expected. So I was happy that I saw it in theaters. Because if I came to that conclusion on Disney+, Plus, I would have been like, oh, I wish I watched that in theaters. But you know what it did make me want to watch is Haunted Mansion, Muppets Haunted Mansion. <laughs> yes. That's, I think, my favorite adaptation of the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> so fun. Because that one is definitely quirky and fun. But it, they do it so well. Like, they, I don't know. There's yeah. a different level with the Muppets. And this one, it, it, I go back to, like, it didn't know, like, if it wanted to be seri- play it seriously or play it Scooby-Doo. And so it kind of went back and forth at times. And then when it went more to the real stuff, it the emotions didn't hit me. I just kind of rolled my eyes. I was like, uh, we have to hear about his dumb wife again. Like, that oh. part was like a whole other <laughs> movie. So I didn't care for it. Like I would have like either go further into that or further Scooby Doo. It was kind of in between. Yeah. So. I think that's a really good point to bring up and I think that was my problem too, is like I just want and remember I said earlier, I'm like, can we just get a spooky pretty haunted mansion? Like, can we just own it? Own something and roll with it. Just own it. Yeah. But then the Haunted Mansion doesn't own it either. It's very spooky and pretty for the first half and quirky and silly in the second half. Exactly. So like, it's uh, it's one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't. <laughs> yeah. Good luck trying to make that movie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, this was a very spooky, fun, Haunted Mansion-filled episode. We went to the ghostly retreat, and then we wrapped things up by talking all about the Haunted Mansion movie that just came out last week. Well, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed episode 148 of the Disney Holics show. Follow us on social media at the Disney Holics. And if you want to get in touch, send us a DM on Instagram or contact us. Contact us at thedisneyholics.com. By ringing a bell. (laughs) Bye.
really want to go to Disneyland. 